0: This podcast is sponsored by Kulabula, creators of websites, animation, and digital art. To get a 10% discount, go to kulabula.com and put in the discount code AWAKENING.
1: Well, hello everyone. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever time you are, wherever you are. Thank you for being with us and thank you for all your support. And of course, we thank you for, to all frontliners, those doctors, and you have been, not just the doctors, everyone who's been playing their role to be able to educate people and empower people more. And today we are. Very excited to have the one and only Dr. Carrie Day. She's beautiful in and out, power in and out. And if a young person you are, if you want to be a doctor, for sure you want to be like Dr. Carrie That's what mm-hmm. I say. Okay, so we're going to have a powerful 45-minute um, uh, p- podcast today, and it's so, I'm so excited because we'll make this the most powerful, eternally divine, and truthful. So Dr. Karim why don't I just pass it on to you, and let's just say, what do you see right now that's happening? Where are we in this game of experiment for all the people to know?
2: Well, thank you very much for your incredibly kind words. I am humbled and honored, and it's my duty to be here today. So thank you for inviting me. You know, right now, it's uh, I, I've been very emotional on some of the other interviews because I think many people have heard me talk. When they hear me talk, I say, this is for the children. And we're marching forward into this experiment that is horrendous, that does not make any rational sense. And now we're including our children that have no voices, only we have to speak for them. We have to defend them. We have to rise up and protect them. That's what's being human, right? A human has empathy and conscience and and is a defender of the weaker, more fragile. So where are we? It's a, you know, to me, I'm calling out to all the other humans out there and standing up for the children, because right now in the United States, Uh, They've approved five years old and up for the emergency use authorization. And now they're quickly going after the six-month-old and up. And I was uh, afraid that they were really targeting the children when I was looking at these vials, Moderna, Pfizer, and Johnson & Johnson, under the compound microscope. And when I was looking at the contents of the vials, nothing added, just the vials, I was horrified because this is not medicine guys. Um, you know, there's nothing consistent. It's very um, many different kinds of uh, of objects under the microscope. This is not on, I'm not looking at it on a nanotechnology scale. I'm looking at it just like you would have in high school or, or college. And the things I'm seeing are there are organisms in this, these injections. You know, I've seen many batches, many different lots, no matter what I've seen it, I don't want to see it. I have seen it. So what what will that do? do instead of a human body i I don't know i'm seeing a lot of synthetic uh, structures that are they have the capabilities of being um injectable computing components like superconducting materials this is this is not good right does anyone have informed consent about this no where are the ingredients oh all of the inserts are blank this is criminal. These are war crimes. And so when I'm looking at these war crimes are done during wartime. And I consider ourselves at war right now. And we have knowledge and knowledge is power and the truth will set us free. And so if we take this knowledge that we have, and together we unite and together we have a voice and together we do something about it, then we can stop some really horrible atrocities from happening. So I don't know where you want to take it from there, but.
1: <laughs> well, make sure that everyone gets this chance to ask their questions. Why don't I just pass it on to Roy?
0: Uh, hi, Carrie. Um, Like we're hearing, this is nearly two years down the line now. And I mean, I'm even seeing, I've got friends in Indonesia, they can't travel. They have to have the, the vaccine. Right. Like there's lots of E out there, You know your circle of friends. You know there's millions of people seeing this, but we're not really seeing results in your circle. What are you? What wins are you seeing?
2: Hmm. I see that the remnant, the people that will not bow before these war crimes, will not cave into them. They're becoming stronger and stronger, and I see the spirit of God becoming stronger in people. And I think that's fascinating. I see the tribe of us coming together and knowing one another. Um, that That's a wonderful thing. It's that's So it's not all bad. And I keep getting this message of gather your tribe, and when the time comes, you'll know what to do. And I think that we need to remember that we are powerful beings in ourselves, and each one of us has a puzzle piece in this big puzzle that's going on, and that we have a call to action. I'm seeing people, the parents, becoming more, mama bears and papa bears and that's what we need to do pull the children out of school no matter what because you send message around the world that we do not stand for this and we do not take this kind of abuse you also stop the indoctrination of your children you also protect them from getting injected without your consent and permission you also stop the the, the, the psychological damage being done to them in school and the improper uh, teaching of many subjects. There's, there's m- many reasons why we're doing that. But if we stand up just a little bit, you know, the people that are pushing these buttons, they are afraid of us. You know, if we know our divine birthright, we know our royal birthright and we connect with that. We are unstoppable through God. And I am seeing that remnant rise. So that is a wonderful, beautiful thing.
0: And like, as i I'm delving into a lot of UCC law, common law, and I see that's where we'll beat them because it looks like everything they have done has basically, they don't have the rights to do it. They've taken them away. Have you, have you and your group looked on that route?
2: Yes, of course. That's where we need to go. We need to separate ourselves from this demonic satanic system. And that's what I look at it because it's all about um, harming an individual and, and taking away human rights. There's nothing godly about that. Um, and so let's not be a part of that system. Let's not feed that system. So common law, God's law, natural law is the way to go. And we need to be brave enough to start doing that. I've done it. I've separated myself. I don't back down. Um, and I'm happy to join others doing that. And we're starting to see that people Became so hypnotized and so brainwashed about needing this system that is not for us, it's against us. And you know, the whole why we got in this place this is only one reason is because we disconnected ourselves from God. God did not leave us, we left God. And if we make it right by reconnecting with God, uh, this will all stop. It really will. It is honestly that simple, but people live in fear and panic, and we have been abused for so long, you know, this is that typical uh, uh, Stockholm syndrome, the abuser and the abused, um, where we don't want to leave our cell, we don't want to leave our cage, because we're afraid of the unknown. But the unknown is so much better than what we're in right now. And if uh, you reconnect with God truly in your heart, and maybe that's hard for a lot of people, but just find a tribe, find people that already have that spirit in them. It is contagious in the beautiful way. And you'll find power in that. And I I feel it in my bones. I feel it that we're coming to a crescendo here. And where do you stand? Where do you lie? I, I mean, it's hot or cold. You're not, there's nowhere in the middle. And I think, Although we have a lot of darkness rising, we have grace rising as well. And people need to remember that grace is so much more powerful. Right, Grace? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, and we forget that. You can't forget that because this is a psychological manipulation happening. It's, it's tricking us, lying, deceit. It's, they're lying to us that we have to do this. If we just came together, it, it all falls apart. It's really a psychological manipulation. The first thing you do is pull the children out of school. I'm telling you, that is the easiest, most painless way to get anything done right now. And you're protecting the children. If people, just 50% of people, pulled all the children out of school, I promise you 100% you'd see things change around the world. Really, it would happen that way. But yet, we still see people sending their kids to school. I mean, maybe a few percentage take them out. But I promise you, its it would reverberate around the world. They would see that they've lost their control on us. So I, I really hope that everybody listening will start to think about doing that. Do it, action, and actually go ahead and talk to other people and parents about doing this as well.
0: Excellent. Um, I've questioned everything. I mean, I'm normally being curious and kind of question everything anyway. But recently, the last two years, I've kind of, I reevaluate my thought process on everything. And like even the Neumenberg trades, a lot of people are going, oh, we need that again. I mean, from my experience and from what I've looked at, that was another farce run by the bad boys. Because it looks like they mm-hmm. basically said all the, na- we, we know about Operation Paperclip. But like there was a lot of the Nazis that were actually put in South America and everything. Yeah. And if we look at the FDA, everybody's like, kind of like, oh, is something FDA approved. I mean, I've seen loads of books on stuff that natural remedies and everything quash. We know the FDA is corrupt as well because it's funded by the pharmaceutical companies, how that can be as a conflict of interest straight away. And I know, like, the VAERS report, because I've seen you talk about that, like, who who actually runs that? Because, I mean, I know the figures aren't right, but who's in charge of that? The VAERS report. Mm.
2: Oh, well, you know, our our own government that's pushing this agenda, but there's an amazing lawyer, Tom Rents, and he was able to get some whistleblowers in our government to release some data from our um, Medicare system, 65 years of age and up. They went through only eight states, eight of the 50 states, and they found out that so far they have almost 35,000 deaths directly related from these injections, falsely called vaccines only eight states they, they they can't get through all the data that means this is definitely targeting the elderly population and that the numbers are vastly underrepresented from the deaths alone this is only going into adverse events only deaths and so we see that the the our government is hiding the data purposely if it wasn't for the whistleblowers helping get this data to us we would never know it again it, it, people cannot see what's going on. There's a death cult running the show here. There's a death cult running the governments of the world. It's an interconnected system. And people need to know it's an international play that's happening right now. It is called the World Economic Forum. They're connected with Davos, with G20 meetings, with all kinds of things. And if people think that they're not, their government is not involved, they are delusional. Everybody has been in on this for a while. There's an international trade agreement called the Codex Alimentaris that was the master plan for all of this. So people... Uh, If you want to understand more what's going on, look at that. Because it's a one world order of everything. Everything, including humans, are supposed to be genetically modified. Every plant, every animal, all the vitamins and minerals have been reclassified right now as poisons and toxins. (laughs) So that is why they go after the supplements so much more than even the medicines or so-called medicines, right? They consider medicines to be more... Uh, to be safer than vitamins and minerals because they reclassified it. We signed, almost every country signed this trade agreement. So if you step back and you keep looking back in time, what happened, you'll see that. And so it's up to us, the people, because God's law overrules everything else. But it's up to us. It's our duty to stop this insanity by standing up and rising up. And you start with the children. And one thing about the Nuremberg Code that you mentioned that is interesting I have a lot of friends that are German citizens, right? And they told me something quite interesting. They said, do you know, and this was one to two years ago, they said, do you know that Germany never undeclared itself from World War II? I thought that was interesting because if that's true, that means the Nuremberg Code cannot be ratified. It is not certified. It is not, it, it doesn't have any weight, right? Because that unravels everything else. And that made perfect sense to me. And, like, this is why nothing has happened. That's why there is no Nuremberg, you know, uh, f- convention. There is no Nuremberg uh, committee. that doesn't exist. We've been lied to. So, again, stop looking for the superhero coming from somewhere else. We are the ones that are the change. And we need to rise up for that.
0: Perfect. And just finally, before I pass you on to Steve, a lot of loved ones, friends, even my eldest daughter, unfortunately, got the vaccine. And what is the best way that they can detox and get this gunk out of our body?
2: Okay. So uh, I don't know if you've seen it recently in the media, they said, I know of a way to detox from the vaccine. And that is completely false. I have never, ever said that ever. That's a lie. We have no idea. We have no ways of reversing these injections because they're genetically uh, using genetic, mod- genetic modification, artificial intelligence, etc. Now, I also think that two things. A, this is a spiritual warfare, so that prayer and God can do anything. So being repentful and praying can do so much, right? I I do believe in that. Number two, I do believe our bodies are very resilient. So if we make our bodies healthy, our, our optimal health that helps and so i have always recommended things like detox fast because they can help your body become healthier by getting some poisons out and also having a healthy diet making sure you're drinking clean water uh, making sure you don't have any dental um, infections no root canals uh, silver fillings get out of your mouth all these things make you healthier and makes your body more uh, resilient to the uh, onslaught of things happening um, and as I tell people, one or two shots, it's a possibility that you might be okay. I don't know. We don't know. But if you start to get five, six, seven, eight, I mean, the, the change that's happening in your body, I could only imagine is so powerful that I don't know what can happen. So I tell people that don't lose hope. If you've only gotten one or two, I think there's a possibility of getting better. But do we know anything for sure? No, we don't. And just be careful of the major media, as we all know, because they'll lie to everybody. They need to do their own research. And I encourage everyone to do their own research and look up everything I say, look up anything anybody else says, um, have a critical mind, critical thinking skills. And um, we need to remember our bodies are made as holy temples and they are made in the image of our creator God. And that means we have an amazing ability to heal. But again... That connects us. We have to connect with mind, body, and spirit, our soul, and that means connecting with God. So this is a work. This is work for all of us, right?
3: Perfect. Thank you very much.
0: I'll pass you on to Steve.
3: Hi. What an honor, Carrie. I love everything you say. I have friends who I just told a friend I'm interviewing you, and they're like, oh, I love her. She's so good. Tell her thanks for everything she does. So that's a shout out from Montclair, New Jersey. Um, <laughs> Thank you. I guess this injection doesn't prevent the injected from being infected, from spreading or shedding. Okay. Right there, that should be enough to say then, and we know this is a 100% treatable, if not preventable, stoppable condition of the strain of the common cold. I mean, with that first sentence right there, that this injection does not stop infection shedding or spreading for the injected. For a treatable condition, strain of the common cold that's CDC states is between 99.998 to 99.4 survivable for the entire population. I mean, we know that there's a condition of mind control and hypnosis, but that alone should say there's no point in this. Yes, no? I
2: absolutely agree with you. Yes, this is insanity. If you're using our, our brains and thinking and not looking at the television that was a, that's a programming device, If you don't look at that and you just start to think on your own. You'll see that none of this makes any rational sense. None of this is good and healthy. And so there has to be another ulterior motive, another reason why this is going on. And again, if you look at the history of what we do, what we normally do in science for what's a a vaccine, so-called vaccine, you know, the U.S. has um, has a history of a, a failed vaccine called the swine flu vaccine in 1976, where 25 to 50 people died. And they immediately pulled it from the market, apologized, public apology, saying, oh, we need to never have this happen again. This should not harm so many people in the future. And here we are. The death count is astronomical. And there is no ceiling to what enough deaths are no ceiling and that frightens me about our humanity that frightens me about who we are as a group as a culture
3: can i ask because i'm not in the states has is my brother tells me all you hear is he said they're not advertising like a like a drug but they're everything is how safe the vaccine is on the television in the united states is this true
2: They say safe and effective. So I was visiting my family because I don't watch television.
3: (laughs) And you know what?
2: Most of these uh, commercials up in the northern part of of the United States were advertising to little children, telling them they could be superheroes. They will have superhuman powers if they take the injection. And we know now that they could give them strokes, even heart attacks. That's not a superhuman. Uh, We know in our circles.
3: You know, in our circles, and you know, this is a, a biblical war of, of uh, you know, Satan against light, essentially, and uh, that the, you know, if you look at Rudolf Steiner hundred years ago, he was talking about the, you know, this uh, collective drive towards materialism is deliberate because as you move towards materialism, you move away from divinity, morality, and everything else. So this is this is deliberate, and this this jab is taking it another step. My friend had a question I want to ask. It's like some people seem to get this injection and they're okay. And maybe they have maybe they're in bed for a day, and that's not even worth it. I mean, why would you want to be in bed for a day for, for something you don't even have? But let's just say we don't really we know we know about what's in it to a degree. Uh we we hear I heard myocarditis has a high death rate within five years, you could be dead. I mean, does it's one size fits all? Is there a if you is this thing going to affect everyone? Or if you're if you are injected, why are some okay and why are some not?
2: First of all, there are placebos going out. We've been told quietly by some hospital administrators that up to 30% were placebos. What is the count now? Who knows? We again, this is a grand experiment. There are no inserts going on. So that's a possibility. The other thing is we do know the genetics play a part in this. There have been uh, research papers showing how certain genotypes have a natural resistance to this spike protein, the synthetic kind of protein. Um, For instance, this one particular paper was saying how the Amish and the Ashkenazi Jews have almost 100% resistance to the spike protein. Now, does that make it so that they're resistant to genetic modification and other things? No, but at least the immediate effects of the spike protein may not be seen, but that does not... Leave out the other issues there at all. Uh, The other thing is, you know, so what if you don't see the immediate effects or intermediate and long term effects? Like, can't we know that the cancer rates are likely to be higher and faster? And we're seeing that some of these reports are coming from oncologists and saying, we've never seen this many cancers um, develop so aggressively before. Now, will they be reporting that or associating that with the vaccines? Probably not. You know, um, uh, so many people are getting heart attacks and strokes. They just think it's just because. So people aren't associating these side effects with that or the extreme fatigue. I I just find it hard to believe that they get the real stuff injected in them that there's no effect. We we are in the middle of an experiment.
3: Gotcha. Gotcha. And I just, uh, I'm i am a big fan of uh, intravenous vitamin C and Dr. Paul Merrick in East Virginia, uh, he created, helped create the eye mask protocol. And he's, he, I don't know how he's, I know he hasn't been prevented, but he's been using intravenous vitamin C for sepsis and even cancer. And as you said, they turned vitamins into poisons uh, conveniently. But my point is, uh, just recently, the hospital he's been treating the Delta variant with, with um, his protocol, his IMAS protocol, which includes um, you know, the I word and the H word, they're stopping him from using that and vitamin C. And that was that's like recent, that's like yesterday.
2: Yeah, Um, they're stopping all of us that practice any sort of integrative medicine, even though there's good research to show that it works. So you can see that they are fearful of these things making people better. I mean, why would anyone do that? This is truly this world crisis pandemic. You would start to look at all kinds of alternative therapies. I mean, there's
3: there's so much before there's none of the. this is not supposed to make sense because it's satanic. It's everything is supposed to be turned upside down.
2: Psychopaths.
3: Yeah. So, you know. I'll pass it on to Chris because I just, like, you know, I can't deal.
4: It's just beyond crazy. Hi, Kerry. So I'll just go, um, because we're tied to 45 minutes, so I'll just briefly get a few bullet points in. I heard you speak recently about um, SARNA, which I had heard very little to pretty much none of at all. Can you actually explain or elaborate a small bit in what is the SARNA?
2: So I saw firsthand some Pfizer documents coming from their headquarters now. I'm not at liberty to show them I'm not at liberty. They're not in my possession. Okay. But I was horrified to find out that I feel like it was even more evidence that we are under a military attack in a way, because they admitted in these documents that in these current injections, these current injections, they are using three different kinds of RNAs. So everyone's heard the modified messenger RNA, but they're also using just a regular messenger RNA. The reason for using the regular messenger RNA was that, well, it would just enhance the body's natural processes. So it, in essence, the body would know anything's going on that's a little bit wrong or a little bit um, unusual. It would actually, in my opinion, almost act like a Trojan horse. So the body is allowing this kind of technology and it's just a regular messenger RNA, no need for alarm. The modified messenger RNA, though, we do know this for lots of research articles uh, so far. And its intent is, one of its intents is to suppress the immune checkpoints of the body so that they can get their drug inside of you and successfully. But you're suppressing the immune checkpoints. That means it doesn't look for cancers and, uh, and different kinds of infections, right? Toxins. That's a bad thing. So again, here you have the Trojan horse going in. Then you are wiping out the defenses. This sounds like a military tactic. The third thing was this SARNA, a self-amplifying RNA. So self-amplifying is means you can just use a teeny little bit of this RNA and you and they did something where they took the stop codon out. So anytime you have some sort of a, a drug or therapy, or especially when you're doing it genetically, you have a start codon and a stop codon. You should never have anything go on for infinity. That sounds dangerous, right? They took the stop codon out purposely. So The problem with this is there's no end to it that you can see in the foreseeable future. And they are coding for this this particular RNA that actually uses a vector. Now, one thing about this is that there's a delayed response. So here we don't know what the delayed response is. Is it a day, a week, a year? We don't know. And there's no end. The problem also is they're using a vector called a uh, Venezuelan equine encephalitis. So this means it is a a kind of a uh, a virus that actually can be transmissible between horses and humans. Okay. It can go across species. It affects the brain and inflames the brain and can be deadly to humans. Why would you be using this as a vector? If you look it up, they have used it for gain of function bioweapons. Okay. Here you have Pfizer in their own documents admitting They can use something for they're using this kind of a vector or they're at least some of their batches. I don't know where they're going. At least they've been experimenting with this Are going somewhere with something that can be used as a bioweapon. They're saying that they're making this horse virus um, benign but you know, this is not a perfect science. Whenever we make a vector, we make a vat of it, right? Or not we, but they make the vat. And so you're carving out the genetic material inside of that virus and putting your genetic material you would like to reproduce in it. So it's not a perfect science because we know that maybe one, 2%, maybe 5% will still be the original virus, the original toxic virus. So that's why they always use the cold virus, the adenovirus, like for Johnson & Johnson AstraZeneca because it's just a cold virus. So what if you get some of the cold virus? But what if they get this virus? What if they get this encephalitis? Again, it's a one, two, three punch. The first one is the Trojan horse. The second one is knocking out your defenses. The third one is this delayed response. What is that going to do? We are at war.
4: Unbelievable. I would like to elaborate, but I say I want to keep it brief on the actual... um... I know plenty of people who have got the jab unfortunately um other people who choose not to be thankfully experimented on but a certain proportion of the people i know who have chosen like myself and everybody on here who is choosing not to be experimented on some are freaking out in the sense that they won't go on a train they won't go anywhere simply because they're afraid of the some people call it transmission other people should call it shedding depending which maybe doctor who you're talking to um how much of that is actual? We know we heard of all the blood loss. We know women in their seventies having uh, you know unusual menstrual cycles, the bleeding. I mean, there's so much of it out there; it's unbelievable. How much of that can actually we, we take from the theory side of it and put into actual factual substance? Say, look, we know we have so much concrete evidence. This is here instead of trying to join the two together for what is happening now. um, Can you elaborate that and on that to kind of put? I suppose, people at rest or, you know, because the people who are not even, say, sleeping with each other, they're passing by, they're standing around each other. And they've said they have such unusual, they feel faint, they're getting so much dizziness and they're immediately relating it to what is going on if that person, if they know they've been jabbed once, twice, or even got a booster shot. Can you elaborate on that itself? So
2: we do know there's something going on. Pfizer admits it in their documents that there's a danger of some sort of a transmission going on. I think there's um, a shedding and transmission myself. It's my opinion. Anyhow, I tell people that as long as you keep your body healthy and somewhat detox, that you can you should be able to tolerate being around people. Okay. Close, intimate relations, I don't have an answer for that one. That is a really hard question that I just don't have an answer for. But, you know, going around, you know, just general public, your family members, I don't see the problem in that. And now, another caveat would be if you're pregnant. This is a hard one because we know that there's, and even Pfizer admits there's such danger to um, the pregnancy uh, if, if you're having any sort of shedding or transmission around you. So those are the caveats to that. Now, this technology is absolutely sci-fi. It is outside of our realm of knowledge, and that's an absolute fact. And so this is when we have to remember that, thank goodness, we are not just biological beings. If we were, we would have been dead a long time ago. We are spiritual beings. This is a rise to the occasion of answering the call of who we are and what we are. And if you do that, you will see that you're you can be around people that are ill When you have that fearlessness you have that love of god you are connected with god you there is something there and again this is not this science they teach you but we do have research on this even you know this does still back up with science we forgot who we are and what we are if we're just biological little beings yes we're we're done we're through but if we connect with god every anything with god is possible it is amazing You know, um, I tell people that, and and I got caught up out to tell you when I went around large crowds, I started to get the symptoms the other people did too. And then I said, wait a minute, I've been around much more dangerous things in my career. I've been around the flesh eating bacteria, drug resistant tuberculosis, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, we barely wore any protection and we're fine. What is the difference? The difference was me and my mind and what I thought I had the fear going in. I had the panic going in. And once I stopped the fear and the panic, and then I, I, I believe in Yeshua, Jesus Christ. And I remember his words of saying, you can do, you could do things, greater things than I can do. You'll see that in the future and paraphrasing. Right. And I believe mm. that wholeheartedly. And so when I remembered his words, I prayed and I, I started, I'm not going to be afraid to be with my family and friends. I'm not doing that. And honestly, the second I did that, boom, I don't get symptoms anymore. So it's, it's just anecdotal my experiences myself but i think this is our challenge right now of remembering who we are and what we are and i believe that i get my my information my instructions from yeshua jesus christ and and the bible and that's been powerful for me and life changing for me
4: yeah i think believe uh people have to believe that they have to understand that the power and um, lies within us but we've been so indoctrinated for you know generation after generation that give give it up to authority all the time like you know and the governments in these which you know there isn't essentially government sense because they're all uh well, they're they're corporations at the end of the day is really what they are, masquerading as politicians and governments, Mm -hmm. of course, to to control and and rule us, but they only have the the alleged power. I mean, you you mentioned earlier, they really are shaking at the boots. They really are, on on this uh, crazy train that that they're on, the mill is barely hanging on the tracks, and they are afraid. Mm -hmm. That's why so much censorship has gone to the roof. But um i want to touch just briefly on the graphene oxide because i know months ago when it kind of went big with the, with the stew peter show and la quinta and all that as well a lot of people are very skeptical i know you can put maybe a lot of the skepticism to bed when you've what have you found looking under the scope and have you found yourself in relation to the the graphene oxide because even in the the so-called awake groups that are around as well they seem to have such a gray area over what it is and can you kind of describe um what it is and um, what is going on with this graphene oxide
2: yeah it's um so first of all, one of the main components of all of this is called hydrogel. It's a broad mm-hmm. category, a broad term. From hydrogel, everything else of uh, the artificial intelligence can be added in. They can make, they can add that with the graphene oxide, with the magnetic particles, with the nanobots, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, with the computing components, the superconducting material. Hydrogel is the glue. It's the it's the secret sauce. Let's put it that way. And so they call things different terms all the time. So graphene oxide is very nice and it's, it's actually was a brilliant invention because it's just like taking the pencil lead from a pencil, an original pencil, and, and you just rub it on a piece of paper and that, That film that you see, you can make it thinner, just one atom thick. And then that can be a very powerful computing component. You can send uh, electronic uh, impulses and messages very quickly. You can create different, almost like a motherboard inside of anything that's very thin, just one atom thick. And so this is thought to be just, and it is, it's a great invention. I'm not saying it's not. It's just that we have people in power taking these things that could assist us with living and enhance our living and instead using it for an abuse of power and and for control and suppression and oppression. And so you can't, you know, anything can be good or bad, depending on how you look at it. They took something that could really help out society and they, they decided to put it inside of us to see what they could do inside of us. And now we just have some research to show what it can do in smaller populations. Now, would this happen to a larger population? I don't know. But it's one of the ways to put in a substance where you can be wirelessly connected to the internet of things, meaning you're walking around, you no longer need a cell phone, you're automatically connected to the microwave, to the refrigerator, the street lamp, the satellite, to your friend's phone, etc. And then again, It messages in, messages out. So yeah, maybe you could get a lot of benefit, but you're giving up a lot of sovereignty, a lot of freedom when you're doing that as well. And no one's asking us to do this; they're just doing it. They believe that they can just do this to us. So there, there are, you know, objects that appear to be graphene oxide to me under the microscope. Definitely hydrogel. I'm seeing that under the microscope. All of these things are—they look like superconducting materials. So they're there now. Would they work? I don't know. I'm just here trying to say what I'm saying and like, Hey, they're not telling us the truth. We need to stop, put a moratorium on everything. We need to take back our governments. We need to take back our human rights. We gave away. And it takes the power of the people coming together in mass. And you start with the children. I keep saying it over and over again, because that's where we do it. That's where we start. And maybe hopefully the hypnosis will be broken. If we keep saying the same thing over and over, just like the televisions tell people the wrong thing over and over. Um,
4: yeah yeah the tell live vision and as you say every everyone's a program because we're programming every day and my final quick question for i pass you on to hartman it's more of a personal one how has your life changed say before this pandemic nonsense kicked in to basically now how, how was that kind of change in a um, nutshell? <laughs> how are you called well, the demand, shall we say?
2: <laughs> I actually always felt like the weird person. I never felt like I fit in anywhere in the world. And, you know, through the silver lining, the silver lining of the cloud here is that I get to be the most amazing people around the world like you guys. And we could talk and we could share the same things. I never could do that before. You know, um, I found my other misfits. I, I say that in a loving way, you know, uh, we're peculiar, we're different. And that's amazing, and right? And- I love it. And so I, I found, even though all these awful things are going on and I have tears, I have such joy that I found my tribe and I found my family. And I have such confidence and faith and love and hope with that God's coming alive again. God's coming alive in us again and miracles will be seen in our lifetime you know, we will be seeing these things. So yes, it's a death and a rebirth happening at the same time. So um, that, in that way, I, I gained this fearlessness that is a really wonderful, joyful, freeing, obviously, feeling.
4: It really is a great time to be alive. Dr. May, thank you very much. I'll pass you on to Hartmut. Thank you.
5: Wow. There are so many things already in my mind. And I can also ask questions to all these some kind of subjects, but I want to focus it on the last thing, especially with God and love. This is is brilliant because, um, first of all, I want to give a comment to to the Nuremberg trial. You're completely right. There is no peace treaty between Germany and the Allies. Mm -hmm. This means uh, the peace treaty can only be uh, signed by the German Reich, but this is, let's say, in coma. Mm -hmm. And the Federal Republic of Germany is an experiment. It's It's, let's say, it's a scientific experiment. And uh, we have we become a capital company, we are not human beings anymore and the whole European Union has lost with the uh, Lisbon Treaty its complete human rights. But the interesting thing is, in 1976 there was the international convenient and civilian public rights signed by the UN and this is the same. And when the and there's only four countries which didn't sign it. This was Saudi Arabia, China, one in Africa, and one country in in Asia. And all other countries have signed it, and they lost the human rights. So at the moment, what is happening in Australia, the government has the right to do it because they signed it. Yeah, it's 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 nearly impossible. Wow. And um, and the interesting thing is what you said. If we try to listen to God, then we listen to our, let's say, heart energy, or let's say to our inner energy. Yeah. And this is the war against our mind, because on the, 20, on, the on the 2nd June of 2021, there was a cognitive Workshop, innovative solution to improve, improve cognition. So the NATO has established the sixth fourth. The first is land, sea, Air, cyber attack, space, and the last one is now warfare on the cognition, on our, our, our mind. And this is what you said, because there is such a big, we get all attacked, our mind gets attacked from all kinds of perspectives, physically, biologically, spiritually, psychologically. And the only way to do it is to pray and to get in our energy.
1: hmm
2: uh, this is... you, you've said it's brilliant. Thank you for adding all of that. And um, I could not agree more with everything. We have to stop putting our faith into man. Um, yep. We have to stop putting our faith into this technology, to the sorcery that they falsely called medicine. And because look at it, it, it that's why we get depressed because that's where we put our faith. Yeah. We're, we're helpless then. But the thing is, is that that's not who we are. We are spiritual beings. We've been fooled and tricked in this demonic world to believe that we're nothing, and we have this low self-esteem, and we've ha- we allowed ourselves to become disconnected from God, and that's our fault. You know, that's yes. all of our faults, including mine. You know, we got into the phone and and living apart from each other instead of living in close communities with lots of family members in the same house. We need to go back to that again, and knowing that we don't need to depend on them, we can grow on our own foods. We can so we can do all these things. We can do. We could teach apprenticeship to people just like I said, don't worry about these medical schools. They're death cults. Why do you want to learn from them? Why do you want to be indebted to them? Let's take our knowledge and I will teach you. You know, as long as you give back to the community, there's no you don't owe me anything. Why not do that? All of us have skill sets of something, right? We can start doing that. I mean think about we don't need that much money to live on. We can do and barter with amongst ourselves and make the world the way we want to. We can teach the subjects we want to. We can learn the way we should always learn. I mean, that's fascinating and beautiful and exciting instead of like being dulled down and dumbed down in front of the television, eating this junk food, this chemicals going in our brain, dulling us down. We're never really happy. We're wondering why we're not happy. We're not happy because we're not living our full potential selves. We're not living in a spiritual realm. Like we always should, we can. And you start again by getting connected with God. And if you I tell people my way is the Bible. That's what I look for. And I I'm around like-minded people, the tribe, you find people in your tribe. And the other thing I recommend to people is logistics. So make sure you write hand, Or you type up and print it out the people in your tribe, even if they're around the world, it's okay. You know, contact information, maybe even addresses. So you know where they are because when the time comes, you'll need to know that we all will be able to help each other out. You don't have to be a super prepper okay, that's not that's not necessary. We just need to know where each other is because all of us will have play an important role. God has our back, but we have to live and believe that. And I promise people that God never left us. God is our Creator and loves us. And it's remembering that and and tapping into that because, When we awaken to that, we know, even by our man-made science, that the heart energy is strong. And just a normal person that doesn't even believe in themselves, it goes out six feet. That's with somebody who doesn't even believe in themselves. People that believe in themselves and believe in God and believe in all of us, it goes out miles, kilometers. (laughs) And so imagine 12 of us getting together. That synergy is supersonic. That's what I can't wait for. That's what makes me so happy and excited. So um, it's not all terrible, but the, the sad thing is we're seeing a breaking away from one another. Not everybody wants to do that. Not everybody wants to leave the matrix a lot. Don't. And they'll fight us, right? So it's, it's knowing that that's their journey. That's their wishes. It's not mine, not ours. And knowing that there's going to be a, break in, a breaking away.
5: And um, it's so far, uh, I love the new mu- mu- movie uh, Equalizer with uh, Denzel Washington, the first one. And, and there was one scene where he said to a policeman, when he has arrested him, do the right thing, and, and he repeated this. And by doing the right thing, you feel what is right for you. It doesn't matter whether this is right or wrong, but you have to try to feel what is right and wrong and the interesting thing is they at the moment they do the complete opposite by all these measurements these crazy measure measurements we have the problem that we are losing the feeling for what is right or what is wrong in the moment we wear a mask and we know that this mask is completely stupid we do something wrong and our brain and our subconscious Mm -hmm. realize that so we are going to lose so we are going to lose the pos- possibility to understand what is right and what is wrong. And this is, and then you are completely manipulative.
2: That's part uh, of disconnecting from God, the problem, because yes. there's no accountability, no responsibility. And also people don't believe that we are eternal beings. See, I know I know who I am and what I am. I know that this is just a blip of my existence. So nobody can take away my royal birthright. I walk around with my head up. If they try to force me to take an injection, they cannot. They try to stop, take away my job, fine. They've already done that. Take away my house, fine, do that. I don't care. There's nothing they can do to stop me from speaking the truth, from having a freedom of thought, freedom to love, freedom to create. There's nothing they can do to take away my royal birthright. Kill me, kill me, fine. Because I still live. You can't really kill me. You can kill me in this existence fine. And I know God has my back. I know that my purpose and plan are with him. My father, creator in heaven. And that fearlessness goes out. It is so protective. So I don't know the, the future of me in this lifetime. I just know that I'm alive every moment. And that is beautiful. Because I wasn't alive every moment before. I was living in fear. And I was living you know, in the thought of what ifs all the time. And for the first time in my life, I don't have as much material things and the less, the least I've ever had. And I've never been happier.
5: Brilliant. Thank you so much, Dr. Kerry. It was a, really, I have a pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you so much. Thank
2: you. I've loved being with all of you. You're brilliant people. All of you added so many things and and I would love to share this episode. So
3: thank you.
1: There you go. Well,
3: thank, you. thank you, Dr. Medea. Cheers. One. Thank you. Thank you, uh, Dr. We're, we're, this is the Misfit Club.
1: Yeah, I love it. <laughs> yeah, this is the best. <laughs> don't you have another website that you had that serendipity or something? Or, oh, yeah,
2: there's a, a serendipity.org. D I say serendipity.org.org.
1: Okay, so there you go. Yes, if ma'am. nothing else, if nothing else, listen to the last five minutes again and again and again, or two minutes that she said. You're okay bye thank,
2: thank you, you. <laughs> thank you everybody this is wonderful
5: thank you thank bye. you thank you
0: this podcast is sponsored by Coolaboola, creators of websites animation and digital art to get a 10 percent discount go to koolabula.com and put in the discount code awakening